Michael Isikoff is the second guest in this hour, chief investigative correspondent for Yahoo News. He specializes in national security, terrorism, and money in politics. Formerly, Michael was a national investigative correspondent for NBC News and an investigative correspondent for Newsweek. He's author of the 2011 New York Times bestseller, Uncovering Clinton, A Reporter's Story, and Hubris, The Inside Story of Spin Scandal and the Selling of the Iraq War. Both are available at Amazon.com. Hi, Michael. Happy New Year. Good to have you back. Hey, good. Happy New Year. And thank you for making the time. I know you're busy today. Uh, we have a lot going on with regard to the Russian or alleged Russian hacking a scandal. Uh, now we have uh, supposedly information that has led to uh, the the press putting out there that we, the United States, have indeed ID'd Russians who gave hacked emails to WikiLeaks, um, according to a source. Can you give us the most updated version, if you will, of what's going on. Because well, I trust, the most updated. I, I trust you for real, not fake news. A fluid situation as we speak because we are waiting. Uh, this afternoon, um, we are told the the public version of the uh, intelligence community report uh, that President Obama asked for uh, on what happened during the election. Um, so we we may be getting that any minute. We'll see how far they go, how much they have to say. Uh, uh, President-elect Trump uh, just got his classified briefing on that and um, and put out a statement uh, quite fascinating because um, he, uh, he, he couldn't quite say uh, what the uh, director of national intelligence said clearly and forcefully yesterday, which was that the Russian government hacked the election. Um, Instead, and I don't know if you've seen his uh, his statement yet, uh, but it just moved uh, uh, a little while ago. Uh, he said, while well, Russia, China, other countries, outside groups, and people are consistently trying to break through the cyber infrastructure of our governmental institutions, including the Democrat National Committee, there was absolutely no effect on the outcome of the election, including the fact that there was no tampering whatsoever with voting machines. So Trump is emphasizing that... Uh, there was no uh, effect on the election. Of course, there's no way to gauge that one way or the other. Um, and that uh, certainly, as, uh, as James Clapper, the DNI, said yesterday, there was no evidence that election machines were tampered. But that begs the question of the, 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 the major conclusion, which was the Russian government was behind the hacking of the Democratic National Committee and the John Podesta emails, was behind um, getting those, uh, those emails and documents into the hands of other websites, including WikiLeaks. And, and some could say, I mean, in addition to Hillary Clinton not visiting Wisconsin, African-Americans not showing up to vote, burning a bus, people staying home, or people who voted for Gary Johnson or Jill Stein, it, you know, some could argue that those undecideds who became Trump supporters or uh, those people who voted for for Trump, um, even if they said they were going to vote for Hillary Clinton or people that came out to vote uh, that, you know, just, you know, had not been polled, um, that a, the, a lot of the information that was put out in the public via the email, via that hacking, did, like you say, you, you can't really gauge it, but could have essentially possibly affected the outcome. Well, so I mean, much negative I, I, going to Hillary. The, when you get to the outcome of the election, the, there are a thousand things that could affect the outcome of an election. Multiple factors, uh, 
you know, cutting all sorts of different ways. So I, you know, I do think it's not productive to try to isolate the Russian hacking as being a uh, decisive factor because there's no way to know that. Um, and you know, if I were to you know, of the two or three things that were on the forefront of everybody's minds at the, you know, news coverage, it, it wasn't the it wasn't the DNC emails or the Podesta emails that were first and foremost. Not to say that they weren't into the it weren't in the bloodstream, weren't weren't being talked about at various points. But there were a lot of things we were all talking about during that time. But that leave that aside. You don't need to go there. What what is significant is is that the if we believe our intelligence agencies here and we're, we we do want to see the evidence that they can make public because I think that will go a long way to uh, establishing public confidence in these conclusions but the conclusions are pretty firm uh, they are pretty consistent uh, they are uh, endorsed by all the agencies um, and that it, there was something unprecedented that happened in this election. The Russian government didn't just engage in espionage like the Chinese did in 2008 when they penetrated the computers of both the Obama campaign and the McCain campaign. They went a step further and exfiltrated the the data and then dumped it into the public sphere in an attempt to influence the uh, election. And and as as James Clapper made clear in his testimony yesterday, this was a multifaceted campaign that included also the uh, use of disinformation, the use of fake news sites, the use of social media. Um, He even um, mentioned Clapper did RT, the Russian television propaganda network, uh, as being an instrument of the Kremlin in this campaign to... um, uh, disrupt our election. And that is significant. That in and, in and of itself is significant. I don't think we have to get into a quibble about what impact it ultimately had. The fact is, they did something that was new, that was different, and that is significant. Uh, yes, and we also need, I agree with you, Michael, the issue, the, the bigger issue is, and what we, I think we need to, you know, discuss and is there or should there, what is the penalty for a foreign nation interfering or trying to interfere with a national presidential election here in the United States, whether it affected the outcome or not? Obviously, it was very one-sided because they weren't hacking into the Trump campaign or the emails, at least as far as we know. Or well, the- in his yeah. statement, and I assume he did get this from the... Um, uh, in his intelligence uh, briefing today, says there were attempts to hack the Republican National Committee, but the RNC had strong hacking defenses and the hackers were unsuccessful. So, um, uh, and that is consistent with what I have been told from uh, from my sources, which is there were attempts. Uh, they weren't as aggressive as uh, they were against the Democratic National Committee and uh, and other Democratic. Uh, uh, political organizations, um, and uh, they didn't get very far. And also with regard to this information and uh, to, you know, the hacking, does this 
or should this make the United States look at Russia and specifically Vladimir Putin in a different light? And I say that because our incoming president, President-elect Trump, seems to have a bit of a bromance going with Vladimir Putin. Yes, he does. And uh, uh, it, it is, uh, it is uh, quite um, uh, surprising. Um, and and puts many Republicans who have been hawks on Russia for quite some time uh, in an uncomfortable position. But look, it, you know, uh, the reasons to be wary of the Russians uh, go beyond this. This was significant, and this affected, and this this was a you know attack on our electoral process, but. You know, there was the annexation of Crimea. There was the military intervention in Ukraine. There was the military intervention in Georgia. Uh, there's been uh, d- attempts to disrupt elections in uh, in Europe. There's been a lot of things the Russians have been up to, um, including uh, uh, some brutal ac- uh, suppression of uh, of, of uh, opposite political opposition and even assassination of political opponents that are reason to be wary of the russians and um uh and not to go into the uh, not to embrace uh, vladimir putin this adds to the reasons to do so i really appreciate you being with us michael i know you're swamped today and we will have you back uh, on again because i'm sure over the next four years we're gonna have a lot to talk about <laughs> we are definitely gonna have a lot to talk about and happy right. new year michael uh twitter happy follow year. michael there at isikoff i-s-i-k-o-f-f the website is news.yahoo.com that's news.yahoo.com for yahoo news